You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. All right, everybody, welcome back from that quick break. Uh, during that break, Nick and I continued our conversation about some trade talks. And one thing I wanted to bring up is that, that I should have brought up about Bradley that makes this also a very interesting situation, Nick, is the fact that Baron Browning is now hurt. And yeah. if you trade away Bradley Chubb, all of a sudden your two starting pass rushers, pass rushers for the next couple of weeks are Nick Benito and Jonathan Cooper. And nothing against those two guys. I think they both have some, some nice potential and could be nice players moving forward. But you're really uh, saying, you know, this season's over. We're, we're packing it in if you're getting rid of a guy like Bradley Chubb. I think you could even say the same thing about Jerry Judy, right? Uh, so I, I think that, they're in a really interesting situation because it sounds like Baron Brown is going to be out probably about three weeks. I think that Randy Gregory still has what is it three, four more weeks left probably until he's back. Uh, so you're looking at a very interesting situation if they are to trade Bradley Chubb. Yeah, it, it changes everything, man. And this is why, you know, I, I know the fans are really upset and a lot of those fans play fantasy football and they figure that things work out that easy where you can just click a button and move a player from one place to another. But no, it's terms of the contract. It's money still remaining on deals. And obviously, more importantly, it's draft picks. What are you receiving in return? And I know some, some fans have said, okay, because I put a video out about, hey, what do you think the Broncos should do come trade deadline? So it's like a fire everyone, get rid of everyone, which you cannot do. Can you trade? Nathaniel Hackett, and yes, you can trade them, but I don't think that's going to happen. But they're talking about going out and getting offensive linemen. There are a couple of positions that you never really see teams really trade, right? They never really uh, get rid of uh, edge rushers and offensive linemen. Now, if they feel as though a guy's on expiring deal, like we're talking about with Bradley Chubb, or he's been injured, now they look to see if they they can move him but most likely there's not a lot of value there. So with some fans wanting the Broncos to go out and get offensive linemen, I'm like, look, if you go trade for an offensive lineman, George, you, you're getting second and third tier guys who may have versatility, but you're not going out and trading right now to get someone that's a starter. Now, if you're looking to say, okay, well, we're going to get a second and third tier guy, and then we're going to make him into the start, a starter, to me, no. You might as well go into the draft and draft someone and then do it that way because now – you, 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 that, you, that guy's getting acclimated to your system. But more importantly, you're not giving up draft capital and you're not saying, okay, well, hey, this guy, we're hoping that he'd be, he could be the guy. No, teams don't really do that. So that's kind of the biggest question. What are the biggest things that the Broncos really need at this point? And if they were able to acquire those guys, does it move the needle where now they can go on the run after the buy? These are all things that George Payton 
is sitting up there thinking about, but obviously, you know, to the naked eye, to fans, they don't really consider any of that. Nick, I wanted to run something by you since we're talking about trade stuff. And I'm sure we'll talk about more trades here in the next few days. But there's one out there that I actually think is really interesting and one that I would consider. And that's trading Jerry Judy to the Green Bay Packers for A.J. Dillon. What do you think of that? That's been one that's kind of been floated around as like a, I don't know if it's a fan thing or like somebody wrote a piece on it. I don't know. But it's been out there a lot of, why don't they just do that? A.J. Dillon hasn't been as productive this year for the Packers. Uh, It's kind of taken, I think, a backseat to Aaron Jones a little bit. Broncos need some more running backs, right? Uh, They need some spark on offense. Packers need a wide receiver. What do you think of doing something like that? And let me ask you this too, because I maybe maybe you you hate that trade. Is there a player out there, or a, a position <laughs> or a position out there that you're like Broncos? If the Broncos are going to be buyers, let's say they're going to be buyers, they need to go get that guy, or they need to go get that position. Well, I mean, if they're going to be buyers, man, I'm like Roquan Smith from uh, the Chicago Bears. Uh, you know, earlier in the season when Roquan. Uh, was holding out a little, well, not holding out, holding in, which is uh, something right. new, and we'll talk about that at some point. And you know, when when you look at what's going on with the Chicago Bears, yeah, they won the game last night against the Patriots, but they too were looking to make moves with guys. Robert Quinn was one of the guys, uh, edge rusher, who was uh, uh, it was said that maybe he might be traded. So if you're going to do that, look at some of the pieces that you have and say, well, how can we make this team better because obviously, you know, you said, well, this season is probably gone at this point. And if you can start trading for guys that can build your team that have veteran experience and also they don't have big contracts, that would definitely help out because now, once again, I I go back to this because this is Russell's team, whether people want to to believe it or not, there's a a long-term financial investment there. So it's about building the team around him. Obviously the offense Right now, it doesn't seem as though it's built uh, around him. So that's kind of what I what I would do. Because to me, I believe, in, you know, making this defense that much better, because there's a lot of pressure on this defense week in, week out to, uh, you know, score points, and they can't really break down. But you brought up A.J. Dillon. And I know why that makes sense, because you feel as though, as though well, Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers, they need quality receivers. You trade Jerry Judy there, he would still have to be brought up to speed as far as what's going on. And the thing you hack it, coming from Green Bay, wanting to establish some form of the run, that may make sense in that regard. But here's why I don't like it, George, is because you just said it. I mean, A.J. Dillon is taking the back seat to Aaron Jones, and the run game in Green Bay is not doing well. And they, they're having problems with the offensive line. So you trade Jerry Judy, an offensive weapon that can stretch the field for a guy that you can hand the ball off to because you're saying, well, he's a big back. Well, you already did that already. You already have a big back. That's Latavius Murray, right? So the idea is you want to acquire more speedy guys. That's what you want. But why do I get, you know, uh, A.J. Dillon when you already have a Melvin Gordon and you already have Latavius Murray? Why? Why would you do it? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I honestly, I also don't agree with it. I also think it's one of those situations. How, how many years is left on uh, A.J. Dillon's contract? Uh, I looked it up just now. So I guess you would have him for this season and then two, uh, one more after that. So it's like, you know, do you really want to have him? And then, you know, you're hoping Javante's back next year. So, uh, you know, and I don't expect Melvin to be back. I wonder if they bring back Latavius Murray. I don't know. That's thinking way far in advance, but I don't like it either. I think what you need to do if you're the Broncos, if you're making trades, 
you're getting draft capital. That's what you need. You don't have draft picks in the future. You gave up a ton of them to get Russell Wilson. You need to build back up some of those draft picks. Uh, and so that's what I'm trying to acquire. I'm not really looking at trying to bring in players. I think Roquan Smith, that's a good, that's an interesting one. Uh, but again, if you're saying the season's over or you don't think you're going to be able to make a run this year, I'm, I'm getting draft picks. Uh, that That's valuable in this league is having draft picks. Uh, and we've seen a lot of rookies, you know, continue to step up. So that's what I'm looking at. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, one trade that did happen this week, Nick, is one involving the team the Broncos just played and the team the Broncos are playing this week in the Jaguars and the Jets. Jaguars traded James Robinson uh, to the Jets uh, in exchange for a sixth-round pick because uh, the Jets lost Brees Hall, obviously, against the Broncos torn ACL out for the year. What was maybe your thoughts on that trade? Uh, and what do you think that says about the Jaguars and maybe what they're saying about the rest of their season sitting at 2-5 and five also? Well, I thought that was an uh, uh, interesting trade, but it, it was needed and required because James Robinson, I mean, when he burst on the scene, man, he was a monster for, for, for Jacksonville as far as on the ground game. And knowing as though, once again, this offense that, you know, Mike LaFleur is running with the Jets and that thing Hackett is trying to figure out here with the, Denver, with the Denver Broncos, it's based off one premise. That is running the ball effectively. And, you know, even though, you know, Brees Hall had that, one big play, and that was his own explosive play, but it was big enough and had to create a momentum swing. Going to get James Robinson, I guess the Jets are figuring, okay, well, we lose a guy who's a dynamic runner who can run through arm tackles, and he he can explode in that second level. They are kind of getting a, another guy who, who fits that mold, but they're also getting a guy who's motivated. And that's what happens when guys trade, uh, trade teams and trade being the operative word is that, that that player essentially becomes motivated because he was just traded from another team to someone else, and he's like, he's upset, he's mad because he thought he had value. So that's exactly what they're getting. But what Jags are saying is says, look, we are a two-and-five team, but we know that we drafted Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne for a purpose. They work great together. And looking at what Travis Etienne was able to put together, I think it was for 15 carries for 119 yards last week against the Giants, they figure as though they have found what they've been waiting for. It's almost like a YouTube song, right? You know, uh, we finally found what we've been looking for. So they, they, that's the way the Jags look at it. And they're playing great defense and they're running the ball well. So th- this, these are some of the things that you think about, George, when you're thinking about what guys on your team have value that you can move, that you figure as though you no longer uh, see them in, you know, your offense or your defense. So, Great moves by both of those teams, and I'm sure that is going to strengthen both of those teams down the stretch. Yeah, I think it. It. it uh, all, well, first off, my favorite U2 song is uh, "Beautiful Day." Um, okay. It's a beautiful day, you know yeah, that song. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, but I think this what this trade tells us, Nick, is, and we'll dive more into the Jaguars later this week when we preview the game, but. I do think it kind of signs, you know, the, the Jaguars are thinking about their future, right? They're sitting at two and five. They've lost four in a row. 
um, you know, they, they really, uh, you know, I think are, um, you know, playing pretty good football at times. Uh, they probably should have won last week against the Giants. But I think it also says, hey, the Jets are going all in. Uh, the Jets believe that they've got a, a playoff football team. And I think they do. Look, they're playing scrappy, good football right now. I don't know if they can keep it up, uh, especially when you lose a guy like Brees Hall, who was playing great football. But, um, you know, I, I think that's kind of what it signals. But, uh, Nick, what, is, is there any last thoughts uh, before we get out of here? And, and, and it is a beautiful day here in London. Uh, let me tell you, it's it's really nice out here. Uh, I, was, I was expecting rain. Uh, so I packed like three different rain jackets because my mom, my mom, shout out my mom. She listens to the podcast. She, she's like, she's like, make sure you pack this rain jacket and that coat and all this stuff. And then I get here and I'm like sweating in my hoodie because it's, it's like hot outside. So, uh, but is there anything, anything you want to get out here before we uh, wrap this thing up this week? Well, yeah, this is kind of interesting because it just seems as though no matter how old we get, our moms are always there trying to make sure <laughs> that we are taken care of. But the fact that you say you had three raincoats, I was thinking, I said, like, what are you walking outside like Paddington Bear or something like that? You don't need three raincoats. All you need is one. But you know what? Uh, I, I think they the, the boots, the rain boots, I think they call them willies or something like that. So, mm. I, I don't know, something like that. But, but make sure that uh, if it, it does rain, that you go out and get you uh, a pair of, of those boots and and knowing you, they, they're going to be uh, pretty uh, fashionable. But, you know, man, the whole idea is that <laughs> uh, enjoy uh, London. I can see the sun just radiating off of the side of your face as that side profile comes into frame. So, uh, hey, man, enjoy it. Uh, soak it all up. Once again, take pictures. Remember, you're on a business trip just like those players. So don't overdo it. I mean, have a couple of things on your to-do list for that day after you go and uh, fulfill your responsibilities with the team. But uh, because it's London, man, you're going to want to do so many different things. But just kind of make a list and pick and choose what you are going to do so you're not exhausted. Yeah, you know, I've got, I've like I said, I have a running list. A lot of them I'm going to try and hit on Saturday because we're off on Saturday. And so I'm just going to get up early and, and try and hit them all. But one thing you mentioned there, Paddington, that's one of my favorite movies, uh, the first one and the second one. Those are great movies. I know they're, they're kids' movies, but if you watch those, man, and you're not, like, crying by the end of that movie, there's something wrong with you. Those Wait, movies you, are fantastic. You cry in movies? Yeah, dude. Are you kidding me? Movies, wow. movies are meant to make you cry, especially no, ones not. like Paddington. Paddington, dude? Little I, teddy bear? Wait a minute. How did you cry in Paddington? I see, I've seen both of them. How did you not, man? Like when he, when the, when his, uh, spoiler alert for those who have not seen Paddington, when his grandma shows up at the end of Paddington and she's like at the door and it's like makes his day because he's like been, you know, having a really tough time. I was like, oh my God, I love that. That's a great, that's a great scene. Or like at the, at the end of Paddington too, again, spoiler alert, when he almost dies in the river, when he falls out of the train and it's like, oh my God, like he, he lit, like you, I mean, it's amazing. It's it's. Hold on, George. Nick, you need to cry more, man. I cry all the time. <laughs> Movies. Paddington's a Paddington's a great one, man. Wait a minute. It's, wait a minute. If you're gonna cry because of a movie, it's not Paddington. He falls in the water. You got to figure. Okay, well, they're not gonna end the bear at this. Point. You never know. You never know. They're not gonna do it. He's the main character now. But okay, even then, even then, if you didn't cry at that one, Paddington, the first Paddington, when the grandma shows up, like that is the the most tear jerking scene. Like I've seen in a kid's movie in a long time. What? Well, let's, 
if you're going to cry in a movie or even come close to it, it is Marley and Me, which I saw. Oh, and, it's, a and, and, it's a dog. It's, it's, you're talking about a bear. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. And it's fantastic. I didn't think I would cry, but I cried. It's amazing. Listen, man. So, so Marley and Me, really quickly, it almost got me. It almost got me. But here's a movie. You didn't that, cry there, Marley and Me? There's something no, wrong with you. No, Matt. I've been okay. See, I'm in. Man. I'm in the majority here. I'm in the majority. You're the one that's that. People are going to be like, "What is he talking about?" You didn't cry during Marley and Me. Well, well, well. Listen, you know, people have accused me of having my uh, tear ducts uh, dried up. But here's one movie that definitely, definitely, man, it, it it really got me a little moist up here in my eyes. It was The Notebook. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I like the, that the, one. The notebook almost got me in, and that was one of the movies that my, my wife and uh, introduced me to when we first started dating because I didn't really watch rom-coms. I was like, no, I'm not watching rom-coms at all. But man, after that movie, oh man, it got me. And since she was sitting next to me, you know, I had to be, you know, the, the, the football player. No, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You know, just little allergies, you know, got little allergies here and there. But I'm good. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> how about, uh, how about uh, Star Wars Revenge of the Sith? I cry, you know. You were the chosen one, Anakin. What? You're the well, chosen what? one. Was it? Well, how did you cry on that? I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just oh, saying, what? I love that. I love that scene though, the emotion. Yes. No, yeah. in my eyes, it's the Jedi who are evil, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're truly lost. Yeah. You were the chosen one. Yes. You were supposed to kill the Sith, not join him. Um, yes. Anyways, my point was is I, I'm going to, I looked up uh, where all the, the scenes were shot in Paddington, and I was going to try and hit some of them where they filmed the movie. Okay. Because uh, okay. that would be really – I love that movie, so it would be yeah. really cool to, to go check that out. But uh, anyways, Nick, we got to get out of here. We, we can go yeah. on. We need to have our own movie podcast. I think this is like two or three episodes in a row that we just go on a rant oh. about different movies. Um, but uh, we, we appreciate everybody. Subscribe, like the podcast. Send any London recommendations that you might have. Shoot them my way on Twitter. Uh, um, at George Stoya. Hit up Nick on Twitter as well, at Nick Ferguson underscore 25. Uh, and we will see you guys again later this week to preview the Broncos and Jaguars. 